This is The Spot, a BYU-Idaho radio production where we talk about what you are talking about at BYU-Idaho. Today's hosts are Travis Richards, John Lindsay, Ali Valdez, and me, Brian Bridge. The views and opinions of this podcast are not that of BYU-Idaho radio or the university and are solely the opinions of the hosts. Welcome into the spot, the podcast run by BYU Idaho students. We have a couple BYU Idaho students here with us today. My name is Brian Bridge. I am a communications student going into sports broadcasting. We also have Allie Valdez. Allie? I'm actually Allie Valdez Bridge, um, but I haven't changed that yet. Anyways, <laughs> I am a communications student going into strategic organization. Woo! And Travis Richards. Yeah, I'm Travis. I am a communication student with an emphasis in journalism, and I'm the co-host for The Spot with Brian today. We are excited. We'll get right into it right away. We are talking about Stranger Things Season 4, not only Volume 2, but Volume 1. We like to talk about things that BYU-Idaho students are talking about on campus, and along with... You know, all these Marvel movies coming out, whether it be Doctor Strange or Thor and everything else, Stranger Things is definitely, if not top of the list, uh, it shares a spot with a few other things. So let's get into it. Stranger Things Season 4, number one. Travis, I want to ask you, because we were talking about it a little bit before recording, um, what's your satisfaction level with this season, with both volumes in general? Um, Go for it. Yeah, so season four is definitely one of my favorite seasons of Stranger Things, and Brian and I have been talking about, like, we've been ranking the seasons, and I definitely think the first season is my favorite season, and then season four is my second favorite, but then I have to go with season two, and then I feel like season three was the worst season. So as far as my satisfaction level for season four, I believe that I'm going to give it uh, eight. I just don't understand, and Ali, you can join in on this if you want, but I, I personally felt like season three was amazing, and whoever thinks that season two was better than season three obviously needs to go back and rewatch. I mean, <laughs> what about season two tops season three in your mind? Um, I think season three was a big adjustment for me because season one and season two everyone was just kids and having fun and then it took a while for season three to come out and all of them were a lot older by then a lot of them had grown a lot of them were taller a lot of them had deeper puberty yeah (laughs) definitely it's a good point yeah so but i feel like there was just a lot of unnecessary clutter with the focus being on Steve. And That's right. You were talking about that. Yeah. Steven uh, Robin. Robin, yeah. A lot of people call her Maya, mostly because uh, yeah. Maya Hawk is kind of getting famous now. So uh-huh, they yeah. just go by her. I name. definitely remember her by the actress's name, Maya Hawk. So Robin, I don't like the emphasis with Steve and Robin and like Scoops Ahoy. I feel like they just spent so much time on them. And I wanted Dustin to be with the other kids, but Dustin was hanging out the whole time with Steve. And I like that bromance, but I don't think it was necessary for the show. Yeah. And 10 out of 10 is necessary. <laughs> we well, love I, Steve. I personally feel like 
that added to it and then what topped it off was Billy's character arc but Allie give me your satisfaction level of season four now Allie is a little bit more unique uh, I think both Travis and I watched Stranger Things season one when it first came out season two when it first came out season three when it first came out and of course season four the same thing but Allie um, she watched season one relatively close to when it came out, right? Yeah, for but sure. But then after that, she slowed down. <clears throat> she kind of took the whole uh, train of, you know, I, I don't really want to um, watch I went it. on a mission, and so I couldn't. <laughs> uh, that too, that too. Okay, fair enough. Um, but she didn't watch it like you and I did. Um, and so from a perspective of I just watched all three seasons right before season four, which season tops the list for you? Um, I would definitely say that season one and season four are up there for me. Season two, I I don't I just don't really like kind of what Travis was saying. I don't like how they're beginning to um, go off in their little clicks and everything. And I think that began in season two. Um, but I did like season three. I sobbed at season three, so it was so sad for me. <laughs> I Allie's very good at. Uh looking up spoilers and uh, i tried so hard to not spoil hopper's hello spoiler warnings if anyone hasn't seen if, it if you haven't seen it then get out of here but uh <laughs> hopper's quote-unquote demise yeah um and so i thought i did a pretty good job i was proud of myself that she was crying her eyes I was out sobbing. <laughs> so yeah i think season three is a lot better than season two just because of that emotional pool but I think season four was great there was a bunch of great scenes like for example with Max and Vecna for the first time in episode I believe four it was either three or four yeah I think it was four because it was like the last one like Max was great I love that and then Lucas with the last episode oh man gut-wrenching yeah what's funny is I I was just listening to another podcast about Stranger Things and uh, they were talking about how Winona Ryder was amazing at acting in season one. Uh, then you had Will in season two. He was great at acting. And then they were talking about Caleb in, in season four. Yeah, I definitely feel like you get to know L Lucas and Max on a higher level in season four. Yeah. And you could tell that at first their relationship wasn't as strong because Max is still going through the trauma of losing Billy. However, I feel like the season does a good job of having both characters develop in a way that makes the last episode so fulfilling, knowing that when it all boils down to, their relationship is so important to each other. Yeah, I, I think that season four will be remembered for two episodes, mm, three episodes. The last episode, the Vecna for reveal sure. episode... Yeah. And then Max is running up the hill. If you think about all the other episodes, they're not as memorable. It was pretty long, I would say. Like, the last episode, it kept seeming, seeming oh, to yeah. keep going. And I'm just like, okay, quick, what happened? Quick story time. Allie and I watched it on the plane. And, uh, man, it, it took a while for it to end there. <laughs> um, after a couple scenes, like, especially when Max had her eyes bleed out, I was like, okay. I'm ready for the episode to be over now. And it just kept kind of rolling on, especially with Steve and Jonathan, or uh, Nancy and Jonathan yeah. getting back together. That was, was kind like, of awkward. Yeah, it, was, it didn't feel necessary at oh, that yeah. point. Oh, yeah, I'm definitely a Steve and a Nancy ship. Steve and Nancy Jonathan, all the way, I agree. Yeah, yeah I just feel like the storyline, like they were just ramping that up 
and for it to kind of kill the vibe there at the end with Jonathan and Nancy getting back together was kind of yeah I'm very curious as to see what they're gonna do with that with the last season season five well oh maybe that because you know the Duffer brothers did say that they're gonna have an extended like they're gonna do a new series with some minor characters I mean Steve and Nancy are pretty major characters but not the most major but I'd watch it yeah um in relation to that Let's get to our next point, which is what is the craziest theory that you've heard? You, Ali, you started to get into it. I'll go ahead and go first, okay? I think something that a lot of us have been hearing on social media is that this is Will's coming out party. And that's fair. I think that is 90% plausible. But one of the craziest theories that I've heard in relation to Will kind of being... Uh, uh, a human body for number one or Vecna so that Henry can then go and kill everybody is that again Will is is still being controlled by Vecna and remember the scene where he's in the van and he's crying and stuff like that I've seen that Will is taking everybody back to Hawkins so that Henry can kill them Wow. Mm. Will is clearly trying his hardest to be a normal kid but Henry is still inside of him and Henry is telling him bring everybody bring everybody back to Hawkins I'm going to kill you your family and your friends but yeah that that's all I got Travis what do you have yeah so my craziest theory is definitely surrounds a character Eddie Eddie was probably one of my favorite characters, and I think it's a similar theory as you guys have shared, but it has to do with Eddie being number 10. And what? How... Well, wait, what? I've never heard that. <laughs> Explain yeah. this. Okay. And if anybody is a little bit less of a Stranger Things fanatic than all of us, when he says number 10, number 11 is part of these this group of children. We've met number eight. Number one is the villain, Vecna. We've kind of met like all of them though from like the beginning. Yeah, there's there's maybe one or two numbers that we didn't really I hear. thought Vecna was number one. Vecna yeah. is number one. Okay. So Vecna's number one. By the way, you are hearing the voice of John Lindsay. Say hello to everybody, John. How's it going? It's going good, John. Alright, so yes, Vecna is number one. But Eddie Munson? Travis yeah. continue. Okay. Yeah, there's just a lot of mystery surrounding Eddie Munson, especially since his uncle knew that there is some trouble with him. And I, like, I don't know all the details surrounding, but the theory I did see is that he was number 10. So he was definitely part of the experiments. That so that's so very interesting. I don't think that theory is true because I've seen that. If you're into D&D, I was kind of into D&D in high school. Like, I played, like, one game or whatever. But... Vecna or yeah Vecna um, gets destroyed by a vampire and Eddie is killed by bats and so they think that he becomes that vampire and is the one that destroys them yes so I've, I've heard, I've heard this one okay. and that one's pretty crazy if you look I at think that's more plausible than him being 10 but believe in yeah. what you want Travis I, I don't know about <laughs> the number 10 one but if you look at a poster for season five um, there's they already have posters or are they fan-made? Nah. Yeah, they're probably fan-made posters. I don't, I don't think they're fan-made, especially this one. Anyways, um, it's on TikTok, okay? Everything is so technically fan-made. Fan made. Anyways, <laughs> uh, you have the mind flare up in the air, like what we saw at the end of season four. And uh, part of it 
there's like little blobs of red sky, right? And in one part of the red sky, there's like a little tiny figure, and people think that's Eddie. People think Eddie's going to come back just as much as Max might come back. They, I think he might just because... I think Max has a higher chance of coming back than for Eddie sure, does. For sure. Well, I think Eddie is such a beloved character right now. Like, everybody loves him. And also, yeah, the Max thing is very interesting because people are saying that she will come back when Vecna dies because Vecna has, like, taken her because he takes everything from... Yeah, but she she can't come back from blindness. Well, yeah, but she can heal her broken bones. It, anybody can heal bones. But anyways, I think that <laughs> next season that they they should or that they will uh, kill off some main characters. And Brian was stealing my theory because <laughs> I showed him yesterday that Will is the connection and yeah. he's the uh, Vecna's, Henry's one's connection to Hawkins. And so the way for him to be um, dead for real is by killing Will. Yeah, man. I, and I feel like crazy. that would be great just because it'll begin how it started. Killing Will? Well, not really, but he was <laughs> lost. So. Yeah, Will disappearing. Yeah. I feel bad because um, I don't know about you guys, but when I first watched season one, I didn't really like Will. I thought well, he Will... wasn't in it as much. I feel like it's now... I'm, it's so weird because... It, go ahead, Travis. Yeah, so season one, you don't see him at all, except yeah. for the first episode. Season two, Mindflayer is in him, so he's acting really crazy. Number three, he's, tr- he's starting to realize that he's different than all the other guys in the, in the group. And then in season four, he's, I think he's starting to discover his own sexuality. So I don't think it would make very much sense for them to kill him off. I think they're going to do it. I I personally think that they're not going to kill any main characters off at all. I was, again, listening to this podcast, and they're like, um, f- the fans are wanting it, but if it were to actually happen, they would be so upset. Like, if Steve actually died, oh, yeah. that'd be that'd crazy. hurt my heart. It would hurt so bad. Um, <laughs> I've also saw a theory about how Eleven could die, too. Okay, I, I I will stop my argument. I do think Eleven needs to die. Okay. Why? In order for this... And by the way, that's the voice of John. I know John and Travis sound alike. <laughs> but um, I just think Eleven started this all. And if Eleven were to stay alive, this whole thing would keep going. Would it not? She would keep opening things on accident. Yeah, I can see that. So she can't live a normal life. I'm sorry. She's not normal. Just let her be loved by Mike. I I have grown a fondness for Millie Bobby Brown over the past year, but uh, nah, she needs to die. (laughs) She needs to die. Here's my theory. Go ahead. Here's my theory. So I think that Vecna and Elle have a special connection because of where they're from, right? And so what I think will happen in the end is that... Um, is it the Mind Flyer or the Mind Flare? What is it? Which one is it? Mind the Mind Flare? I've heard ber- both. I can't okay, talk. Okay. I've heard both. Um, but anyway, what I think will happen is that Vecna, there's still some good in him and he still has some connection. Kind of like a Darth Vader thing going on, okay? And I think he will team up with L against the Mind Flare in the end. But, 
Okay. <laughs> so I kind of see that because I think that's what Elle was trying to do at the end, after the final um, episode, because she was like, well, Papa's dead, so we're good now. Yeah. Right. Um, and so I think I could see that coming yeah. and everything. But what we... And I'm not sure if this is confirmed, but I'm pretty sure Vecna controls the Mind Flayer. I'm pretty sure he controls, like, everything in the Upside Down. He does. He does. And that's... Brian's, like, very serious about it. He does! That's (laughs) why that theory is a little bit uh, holy. It has a few holes in it. But it brings up an interesting point, because you bring up Darth Vader Mm -hmm. and... uh, the classics. I also feel like, though, that the Duffer Brothers have been using a lot of 80s movies. and. Well, okay, I'm going to bring up a point here. Um, and I think this is a theory that I want to be true. So we met Eleven's mother uh, completely in season two. two. But we were introduced to her in season one. Her name is Terry Ives. And we know that... She, for some reason, was contacted by Dr. Brenner, and uh, she was doing drugs while pregnant. And so that was the claim as to why Eleven had these powers. But my theory is that Vecna, Henry Creel, number one, by the way, these are all the same person, is the (laughs) father of all these children. I don't think so. I think that's Can we just say that the... Banter between Steve and Robin was so funny when they were trying to figure out which name to use for. Victor oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's kind of Henry. Henry what are Crow, we supposed number to one. Yeah, that was pretty funny. It it's realistic because that's how we. Well, have you seen the are. Have you seen the theory about um Will's mom? No, not Will's mom. Mike's mom being Henry's sister. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a go on that one um, yeah but they've used her poster that's why I'm still confused like why put her face on a poster when she did nothing because she's a famous actress and personally I think Cara Buono the actress is attractive so oh so you'd be Billy yeah you'd seducer, <laughs> you'd honestly I'm, her character had no development yeah she none was at possi- all. like probably non-existent in the whole yeah. series yeah. Not Makes the whole series. Except for season three. Season three, she played a big part because yeah. she... Uh, yeah, well, she was about to freaking have sex with an underage child. She was about child. to cheat on her husband for Billy. Um, okay, so let's Although move I on. I would... T- oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, Allie. Okay. Uh, let's okay. move on to but, our last... Go ahead, Travis. Yeah, your theory was pretty good, though. I'll have I, to go with that one. I like it. Wait, which one? The Vecna's... Henry is the father of all these children. I don't know. I I think so. Anyways, uh, due to time restraints, let's move on to our last topic. What do we expect for season five? And so that kind of goes along with our theories. But um, let's start with one of the easiest things to talk about. What's going to happen with Max? I mean, as soon as she went up in the air um, and she started to break her bones, I knew she could come back from one or two broken bones. But as soon as she went blind, I was like, just kill her off. I, I wouldn't want to live like a lemon. And I know blind people are not lemons. But the state she's in right now, she is completely gone. I mean, her mind is with Vecna. And so I thought they should have killed her off. But what can we expect for season five just in general? Travis, you start. Um, 
Well, let's start off with Max. I feel like Max is going to come back, but I don't think she's ever getting to see again. I feel like her vision is gone for good. Um, but I don't think we're going to see her very much in season five, just because she's still on a hospital bed in a coma, basically. Uh, so that's something that I'm going to see going forward with Max. However, if with season five in general, I believe that they're going to figure out how to stop these gates from creating earthquakes in Hawkins, which is going to be difficult just because the upside down and real life Hawkins is starting to c converge and become one. And so figuring out how to stop the upside down from consuming real life Hawkins will be something that's very prevalent and how to let the outside world know what's actually happening. Yeah, I, I think that a lot of people are so hung up on Max and, and just other things that they totally forget. There's a huge hole in the middle of Hawkins. Yeah. What's going to happen with that? Um, Allie, we'll go next to you. Oh, no, you can go to John. All right, John, you're on the clock. Okay, here's what I think. I think Max has a bigger part than what you guys think. And I think because she has had that interaction with Vecna and she has survived and she was able to get out of the Upside Down, I think that she has some powers now. I, I think I think you're right. That's one of the theories that we were just talking about that I think is nearly the most plausible. So, so here's the thing, though. I think that she will not have as much of a part in the beginning of the season, but I think that she will heal in some form Maybe not her blindness. I'm not sure about that. But I think she will heal and come back and have a huge part to play as in fighting Vecna in the end. Yeah. I, I kind of, I, I, I can kind of see that. I wonder, though, if, like, she's not going to fight him in the physical form, but just in her mind. Mm. And because you could tell that she's not really in her mind when Eleven tried to reach out to her. And so I could see that. I could see her. Well, do you remember, so season two was based all around Will being able to, well, communicate with both the Mind Flayer and people in his surroundings, um, Max might take on that role mm. of like, okay, let's put Max in this room so that Vecna doesn't know where we are and uh, let's try to communicate with them. Um, now, something we haven't talked about yet, and again, with our limited time here, I want to bring it up. Nobody's talked about a theory that I've heard all over the place, number eight being brought oh, back yeah. in. I think I also think that she will come back because in the first scene of uh, the first episode in season four, they had to roll an eight to like. Do you know um, what she's talking about, Travis? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Travis is like, of course, of course. <laughs> so they had to roll an eight to save them from Vecna or whatever the monster was. And so I think she will come back, and I don't see why they wouldn't. And they might not because of the bad reviews of season two. Sorry, Travis. But <laughs> um, I could see that happening. I also think that I'm, I'm just interested to see what they're going to do because they said that they're doing a time jump. And so, yeah. How much what do they? The what do they mean? Yeah. Well, what do they mean? I think they have to do one because the kids are getting older, you know. Yeah. But like, what's going to happen in between that time? Is Vecna just like trying to regain his strength? Are the kids like graduated? Will Steve still be there? If 
you know, <laughs> in talking about time jumps real quick, if you go back and watch season one, they look like totally different kids. Oh, yeah. Definitely uh, <laughs> Mike. Mike. <laughs> Mike looks like a five-year-old yeah, in definitely. season one. And Will. I feel like Will has been the other one who has yeah, changed yeah, a lot. Yeah, for sure. Also, is Will going to still have the bowl cut? <laughs> of course. Yes. They're of not course. gonna they're not gonna do it with the that. Duffer brothers have confirmed one and only one thing. He will have a bull cut <laughs> in season five. That's funny. Um Travis, what do you think about number eight coming back? I don't like it. That was probably one of the worst episodes. What? It was just a and episode. yet he says season two is exactly. better than season three. Thanks. It is. I, I mean, apart from that one episode, season two is a better season. But I so I'm actually gonna say that number eight doesn't come back. Um, I just don't think that they ever planned for her to come back and that in trying to balance Eleven defeating Vecna, Max defeating Vecna, I just don't know if they need number eight. How much of a time jump do you think is going to happen between season three and season – or season four and season five? So I think that right away they'll um, start off exactly where they were. Um, And then I think maybe halfway through the season – uh, they might do a time jump, and we'll see Hawkins in this, like, war-laden state of, like, it's been, you know, two years since the big earthquake. Kind of like an Avengers Infinity War, Avengers Endgame I think scenario. it's probably going to be two years. Two years, you think? Yeah. yeah. So, man, big things coming for Stranger Things. We are all big fans here. Travis, John, Allie, and, of course, for me, Brian... We appreciate you joining us here on the spot. This podcast is uh, for BYU-Idaho students, made by BYU-Idaho students. and uh, Listened by BYU-Idaho And listened to by BYU-Idaho students. <laughs> Again, we appreciate you joining us, and we hope you have a great rest of your afternoon. See you guys. Peace. You've been listening to The Spot, a production of BYU-Idaho Radio. Today's hosts were Travis Richards, John Lindsay, Ali Valdez, and Brian Bridge. The views and opinions of this podcast are not that of BYU-Idaho Radio or the university and are solely the opinions of the hosts. This episode was edited by Brian Bridge. Producers were the hosts with supervision by Brandon Isle. Our theme music is Finding Happiness by DJ Quads and The Perpetual Ticking of Time by Artificial Music. Listen to more episodes of The Spot, like and follow us on social media, or visit our website, byuy.edu radio, and click podcasts. Be sure to subscribe to the BYU-Idaho Radio podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get podcasts. And also, leave a review of the show and leave a comment on what we should talk about next.